When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sport press. Yeah. No layup line, no warm ups, no nothing. We just walking right into the stage and get into the game. Let's do it. When the beat on, then it's on. When the right jerseys on the road. Cause how we feel where we roam is our home. Leaving these other podcasts null and void. The show can't miss something like Tom Shepard and Corduroy's. Full sport press, you know them boys. Jay run the point lock for three, and me, I crash the boys. Weezy told you that it's paid for. We already ran the score before the cameraman could go and press record. Now you all in your feelings, cause we trusted the process and y'all was taking for Wiggins. We was spreading the love and y'all was trading for Wiggins. Went to war with the wolves and y'all was waiting on Wiggins, huh? <laughs> I had to do it face The flow split the double Grabbed the dribble And Euro stepped over the 808 I'm on time even when it's- You are now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast Featuring hosts J-Ho, Wheezy, Jeff, and Coach Locke Please enjoy the show Greetings and salutations <laughs> I would like to welcome everybody back And some of you for the first time To the Full Sport Press Podcast the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan, and this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I'm Jay Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. What it do? It's your man, Coach Lop. Cameraman, how you doing, brother? Blessed and highly favored. What? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you guys in here, you say he's blessed and highly favored. Oh, yeah. You, you heard it to though. the cameraman. You, you definitely heard it. Yeah. 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 Probably Shout out of microphones camera. in here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Picked it up. Um, episode 484, guys. We're predicting the contenders or pretenders in college football after week one. FSP style. Always FSP style. You better damn know it. You better damn believe it. Kick it off, Coach. Best of the week. Talk to the people. Tomahawk chop. That's yes, all sir. I'm to say. Big win. Big win. Big opening win. Big opening win. It's college football season. Shout out to them, man. Big win. Seminoles. Got a way to go. Got, got a way, way to go. go. Got a ways to go. But you got to be 1-0. and But in prime time. Oh, Only game on TV. Oh, Sent the statement. Cameron. Of course. Oh, they get their ass tore up now. Dang. Go ahead. Weezy, talk to the people. Give me your best of the week. My best of the week is uh, uh, Nashville's own Devin Arnold. Got his first win at Antioch. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Antioch, Antioch head football coach Devin Arnold, man. Got his first win like Antioch won a game in like five years. Yeah. Mm. All right. Shout and out so, to Devin. Shout out to Devin Arnold, man. They, yeah. won, they, beat, right. they beat Kane Ridge last week. They did mm. good. Yeah. yeah. Kane Ridge ain't won a game. Kane Ridge came good. up to earth a little bit, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Win's a win. Yeah. Win is a win. My best week is Harry Giles, man. Nets and free agent, big man Harry Giles are in agreement for a one-year deal. My up. guy hasn't played since 2021, so deserves every chance to get. Shout out to my guy, HG. Godspeed. Good luck. Hope everything goes well, stays healthy, because he deserves it, man. Because if you look at that draft class, not even the draft class, the high school class coming into Duke, Harry Giles number one player. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum was the third player in the country. Mm-hmm. So if you look at those two guys in the trajectory of Tatum compared to what HG has went through, man, it's tough, man. So got to root for that. Got to root for it. Worst of the week, coach. Talk to the people. 
All right, uh, worst of the week, uh, guys. If you're wearing cologne, <laughs> wear it the right way, please. What they doing, coach? I saw a guy on Twitter, man, said he has a cologne hat. This guy goes and takes his cologne, mm-hmm. gets a cup of water. Oh man! Spurs a cologne in the water. Okay. Takes that water. Yeah. Pours it in the iron, and starts to iron and steam his shirt. Oh wow! I said. Uh, what he, are you doing? He was, busy, he was bored in the, in the pandemic. What he, are you he doing? discovered that during the pandemic. You, it, it, but where is he from? I don't know. Is, is, is gotta, I, I, I got a guess. Not, I got a guess. I'm not doing that. I have a guess. I'm not doing that. As to where that brother's from. It's a brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brother. It's a brother for yeah. sure. Yeah. Just, you know, you don't. You don't I, yeah. People shouldn't smell your cologne 40, 40 yards away, dog. You're going to smell my cologne, Jack. Talk to me, Weezy. Talk to the people, man. Worst of the week. Man, worst of the week for me, man. You know it's pumpkin spice season, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I seen yeah. that. So I seen, I seen the dude wipes. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. pumpkin spice season. So I was on my pumpkin spice. Well, I, I, I hit I hit your spot, Starbucks, and got me okay. a good pumpkin spice uh, muffin, which is really good. Really good. And then I got word that Waffle House <coughs> has a cinnamon spice. I mean, a pumpkin spice waffle. Okay. Mm-mm. Let me make that piss by the way home. Give me a pumpkin spice waffle. Yeah, <laughs> on top of the bi- on top of the uh, muffin. muffin. Yeah, just on the way home. Yeah. No, I <laughs> that's, a, that's a rug. Double right up. There. It was horrible, man. It was yeah, trash. It was bad. It was horrible. Yeah, shout out to Waffle. Waffle House got a Waffle House got a good waffle. That's it though. Yeah. So you got to stick. I don't to know the if truck. I didn't, I don't know if I went to a bad spot or you might have. It, it, All Waffle Houses aren't created equal, guys. That's true. That's true. Was it clean in the waffle? Yeah. That's no, I, I mean, mistake. I always go to that spot. That's clean. Probably why, that was Should I give a second chance? Yeah. That was the mistake. Now, your waffle yeah. house got to look like trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your waffle house got to be ran through. Yeah. 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 A, little, a, little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of dirt. Yeah, it's got to look real bad. I need bad. some teeth missing yeah. from the yeah. yeah. It's got to yeah. look like life, uh, life yeah. is lifing on your oh, cookie. too. Yeah. 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 too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't go after hours. Yeah. I didn't go... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Good cook yeah. wasn't on time yeah. right now. Nah. They took my order Good nicely. Good cook just getting hot. They were hollering at me, what you want? Nah. Good, yeah, yeah, nah. nah. Yeah, that yeah. explains it all. Yeah, yeah, that good cook is high. Yeah. All the time, all the time. <laughs> yeah, good, 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 good and high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my worst of the week, man. We uh, made a mistake last week. Well, Weezy made a mistake. Was speaking on the Titans people that they kept. Hillsborough alum, Hillsborough alum. One of our guys, one of our very own, Matt Jackson. Former uh, Hillsborough High School standout made the 53-man roster from the Tennessee Titans, man. Six-foot, 209-pound uh, Jackson making the switch from outside linebacker to safety when he played at Eastern Kentucky. So, shout-out to uh, Matt Jackson. Man. I'll make that mistake. Because you shouted out everybody else. It was D2 guys. Yeah, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't a D2 or D3 guy. No, but I shout-out to But D2 this guy went to our great Hillsborough High School. Shout-out to him, but I don't know him. But you still got to rep the set. <laughs> You gotta rip the seat. I was repping because it's hard to get out. It's hard to come out of D two or D three. Bro, he played at EKU. I don't know him, but I mean, shout <laughs> to you. Don't know those dudes that play. He played. Oh, yeah, but they came out of D two or Curve it, break it back. This the clip. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> him. Shout out to him though, but I don't know him. So, so what? Now, you, you can't do that. So, so what you're saying, Weezy, is yeah. you didn't make the mistake. You just left him out. No, he but didn't even know. He didn't have a clue. Yeah. He didn't have it a clue. mistake. I wasn't trying to look for him. I knew who I was looking for. You saying you wasn't wrong? Wasn't wrong at all. But yeah. you just didn't give him the. If a guy, no. if a guy, bro, if a guy from Hillsboro makes the team, we should blame it on we Matt. Should the, roll, uh, we should roll with it. That's true. We should stand on it. Hey, that's a Hillsboro alum. Shout out to Matt Jackson. But don't say that's it's my, my fault, guy. though. It's your fault. <laughs> Yeah, how you gonna put this crime and on it me? Should have been, it should have been more importantly, a Hillsboro alum made the team. 53, he didn't make P squad. 
He made 53. Shout out to him. Bro. But I, he didn't come from no fair state. <laughs> he came from EKU, bro. That ain't fair state. That's D1. He's just saying that because you. Tell this boy where EKU <laughs> at, man. It's, 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 it's the Kentucky. It's FCS, dude. It ain't fair state. Oh, man, come on, Jeff. You up. <laughs> By worst of the Shit, week. I ain't made no mistake. <laughs> Shit, tighten up, though. My worst of the week is the chaos that's going on in AEW right now. We covered it on 808s and chair shots. So if you want to check that out, in nauseum, um, people getting fired, people losing jobs, people losing title shots. It's a lot going on. Tony Khan, get your get your get your affairs in order, my brother. You're mm-hmm. losing your company live on TV. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. And with that being said, please make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube. I'm sorry, I said Stitcher. Stitcher is gone, ladies and gentlemen. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Hell of a run, Stitcher. Had a great run. (laughs) (laughs) It's out of there. Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and Amazon Music to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just simply search Full Sport Press Podcast. J-Hope. Yes, sir. And Weezy. You guys have a yellow box of Cheerios recipient for our listeners. We do. This week's award recipient is Antonio Brown. Oh, boy. Mm. A.B. It is. It is, A.B. Yeah, life is unraveling right before our eyes with our guy Antonio Brown from arrest to lawsuits to recently being accused of threatening his arena football team with a gun. Come Shout on. out to Weezy. Despite this most recent allegation, Brown seems to be living his best life. For instance, A.B., had a girl lick his diamond ring with a split tongue on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most interesting part of the interaction was AB's caption. He said, and I quote, she know I got that CTE. That's why she's licking me. What? He didn't say that. Yes, he did. That was his caption. Yeah. There's a pattern of behavior typically attributed to a brain disease. <laughs> Either way, it seems like that. Uh, dark in the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a house in the house tonight. Stand up! <laughs> Stand up! <laughs> Either way, it seems like uh, A.B. is embracing uh, his CTE. <laughs> that's not uh, good. That's not good. That's not good. I mean, I'm cool with you. CTE. I'm cool with you embracing and know what you got. But go get some help. Points were Take the next step. Go get some help now. Points were made. That's why uh, he has yeah. CTE. He's just showing you that he really has CTE. Yeah, we got to clear out the board. I look at the uh, 2022, put it on the board, got to make that 23. We got to clear out these boards. Push-ups are being done at halftime. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need to get these push-ups done mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Today, the push-ups, Jeff, you, I'm going to give, give you about two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Get that get that shoulder back rocking. But we're going to get these push-ups man, that shoulder done. good, man. Man, that shoulder been good. No, 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 no. That shoulder been a rehab about two years. All I'm telling you, Jeff, is see how I had your back right there. Continue to do the same for me, dog. No, 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 well, we don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. We took so many days. Nobody. 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 might be in the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. He might. Yeah, yeah, might, might change yeah. it to yeah. the AB. Yeah. Yeah, Weezy, yeah. yeah, you lost your job. Are you guys ready to get started the first half? How about job or what? Let's get it, man. Jeez. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week. Like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am J-Ho. It's your boy Big Jeff. It's your boy Weezy. What do you do? It's your man Coach Lock. Big Jeff, where can they find you on social media? I'm Jay Easley. I don't have CT. Oh, wow. I don't have CT. Oh. Look at the song. <laughs> See, why'd you shoot at him? He was he the one yeah, said you I'm had not, CT. I, I, I no, CT. you looked at me and said, no, I don't have CT. I was doing a you. You looked at me. You're not cock You looked I'm at me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm Jay Easley, 84, across all social media platforms. Coach Locke, where can they find you at? <laughs> now, he threw me out with the CT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. It's like underscore the underscore great. That's T H A. Get at me. Yeah, yeah. Jay, when, where can they find your social media? Ooh, uh, it's Jay Ho, man, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, keep the uh, conversations limited about my Florida Gators. <laughs> but if you're going to talk, speak nice. Mm-hmm. Juwan Taylor, we we broke the mold. They left tackle right there. Right tackle. Yeah. Are oh, you a Florida Gator? Yeah. 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 That's your, is that yeah. what you're talking yeah. about with Florida? Yeah. Yeah. They got the ass. Yeah, CJ Gardner-Johnson. No, no, no. Florida Gator. You know what I'm saying? Alex Anzalone out there. Yeah, Handshakers. What about Graham Moore? Yeah, what, what about your quarterback? I don't give a damn about that. Yeah, but yeah. you don't. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? And Weezy? I'm at How on Twitter. Yeah. FSP underscore Weezy on IG. Holla at me. All right, it is week one <laughs> of the FSP Fantasy Football League. Let's break coach, it down, coach. coach. Real quick, you don't miss fantasy a little bit. Hell, I do. No. I miss that shit every year. Ask me. Listen. I don't miss that shit either. I don't miss that shit not one <laughs> bit. No, I don't. I promise. I might miss the draft, but now as far draft as, as the camaraderie, yeah. draft is fun. As far I as y'all got to bring y'all ass into the draft next year. I'm like, gonna say it every week. Everybody pay Jeff. Now, we're going to talk about that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, just like, uh-huh. real quick. Uh-huh. All right. So, week one, here's our first matchup here. We got show me them TDs. Shout out to Prahim. I know he's listening. Yeah, he listening. Versus, versus the Righteous Hemstones. One time for Derek. All right. Uh, Prahim, shout out to him. He's projected win by three. Okay. After, after a nice first night there. Shout out to Twin A Royale with the cheese versus my favorite name. Now watch God. Uh, now watch God project to win that one in the blowout. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Twin. Keep fighting, big dog. All right, Dak Toast Intolerant. One time for PO has not set his lineup yet. Shout out to him. Here we go. <laughs> he waited until the end. He is versus yeah. Air Jordan Love. One time for returning champion AB. Technically, AB is projected to win that one, but PO hasn't set his lineup yet. Uh, AB still is probably going to win that one because the. the the draft, he had a bad draft. And NFL Young Boys, one time for Chaz versus Saquon and them. One time for Coach Wayman. Thanks for pulling up again, Coach Wayman. Uh, Chaz projected to win that one by double digits. And myself, excuse me, here we go. Myself, follow the buzzers. Projected to win one time for Shane. Um, eh, it's going to be a close one. But they, they have me winning by nine. And don't forget returning to Mac. Some time for Reagan. And Dylan Panthers and Cam. Dragons project to win, win that one by eight, and that is FSP Fantasy Football League Week One. Everybody pay it up. Yeah, everybody pay. Everybody pay. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Speaking of pay, as we all know, 
Last week, the Dirty Day time clock was about to expire on old Bud and Errol Spence's time to activate the rematch. But Errol Spence came through in the crunch right before that buzzer went off and said he wants to do the rematch. So, we know he's going to face Bud Crawford, but what we don't know is what they're going to be fighting at and where the fight is going to be taking place at. They can go 147 Mm-mm. and go 154. <laughs> My question for you guys is, should Spence have exercised this rematch clause, and which weight would you rather see them fight at? Jeff, talk to me. <laughs> hey, man, look, I get it, Spence. Drains himself, pause to be at one forty seven. <laughs> to be at one forty seven, and that's totally understandable. He did not look like himself coming to the ring, um, in the ring, or any any thereafter. Um, but sometimes you have to know a matchup is just a bad matchup for you. Um, one forty seven, one fifty four, one sixty, one sixty four, whatever. This is a bad matchup for him right now. Um, I do think. This one be, will be a little bit closer at, if it's 154 or hopefully 160. <laughs> but <laughs> that doesn't mean the outcome will be any different. Terrence Crawford by multiple rounds. Now, the thing is, Crawford does get to pick yeah. what they fight yeah. at because mm-hmm. he won the first fight. And mm-hmm. to speak to that coach, Craw- Terrence Crawford has himself said he has a difficult time making 147. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying the, mm-hmm. the outcome does not look like it's going to change. Exactly. Wheezy, what you think? Talk to me. Spence already got dog walk once. He already got dog walk. Go fight somebody else, bro. I mean, unless the bag is that good, you need. To, I mean, if the bag is that good, get your bread. I ain't gonna stop nobody from getting that bread, but I don't want to see you get Milo off again like that. Not on my dime, I don't. Oh no, we ain't ordering this one. Nah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, ain't we ain't get my money that. no more. Nah, <laughs> hell with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that bill come in too late, man. If you get mollywop like that, <laughs> and, and that bill come. Yeah, you 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 been you been on forgot about it, and then you get that bill a month I later. Streamers, so you got paid right there and there. Yeah. Yeah. That came out soon as you hit yeah. uh, purchase. Man, we, yeah, we gonna point. find we gonna find a, a link on this one. We gonna find a good link. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's definitely. A good one. <laughs> I ain't lying. Yeah. Uh, guys, if he's able to comfortably make 147, like Jeff said, I think it'd be wise to choose that weight just on the strength. The fact that he's already knowing that Spence is going to have a hard time at 147. So you got to take all advantage of anything that you got. So I just worry about the reason that Spence got rid of his trainer was because he hired a nutritionist. Said he was training for the first fight, his first time ever having a nutritionist. It was one of those things that was like, they shouldn't have did that. And then uh, Bud Crawford's trainer came out and said, shit, if the weight problem was the problem as far as like him being weight drained, that's on the trainer, not mm-hmm. the actual fighter. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's probably why he got rid of him. I don't know. But again, it is a link fight now. I don't think it's a pay <laughs> fight. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a link fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough, though, man. It's going to be a good fight either way, though. Yeah, Spence yeah. doesn't have another option to make that type of money that he's going to make. Yeah. Um, just to, But the, the, the thing is, the way that match, the original match went down, the, the buzz around this was not going to be anywhere near. He still got to make so it. many changes to get vindicated for this one, dog. He's gotta, he got to make the 12 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> that should be his goal, make it through all 12. And that's the thing. you got. I'm going to look at it from the other side of it. If you know this is the highly anticipated fight, we know all fighters think they're the best fighter. Yeah. So in his eyes, he's taking saying is I have to take this fight because mm-hmm. I have to redeem myself. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, if I lose, but I put on a much better showing with a split decision, yeah. then I get some of my respect back. But if I leave it at that, everybody's gonna remember me getting 
drug and kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in his mind. If you get beat up like that, you want to avenge your loss. Jeff, real quick, have you ever seen anybody get rid of their trainer after you haven't been knocked down once in a fight, and then you get rid of your trainer the first time you get your ass whooped like that? You hear, you hear of rumblings and stuff like yeah. that, but not like this because that was. I, I, you don't. You hear people change trainers like Ryan right. Garcia changed oh, trainer. Yeah. Um, he actually has James yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you hear stuff like that happening, but. This ain't on the trainer, man. Yeah. This is a matchup. Yeah, this yeah, is a bad man. matchup. Yeah. Yep. All right, before we get started, we have time to talk some college football. Caleb Williams is a franchise quarterback, Weezy. Tanking has already started for his services, <laughs> but his father, Carl, told GQ that a concern over his son's going to a dysfunctional organization is great enough that Caleb would consider returning to USC for his senior year and hoping for a better fit in the 2025 draft. Now, Caleb is already making $3.5 million in IL deals as a junior in college. Wheezy, fair or foul for Caleb thinking of his long-term future? Absolutely fair. Absolutely fair on all levels. These NFL franchises are playing you as a rookie and paying you after your third or fourth year. You don't have time to come in and get a a tear ACL and then bounce back. Everybody Mm -hmm. don't bounce back the same. And at USC, who's on their staff? Yeah. The I mean, old, who's on their staff? Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley, and and they just they. Oh, uh, my boy, the quarterback from uh, T. Martin. T- nah, dude from Texas Tech. Texas Tech is on their staff. Um, the dude, uh, Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury is on yeah. their staff mm-hmm. as an assistant. Something. Well, you know how they do. Nah, he's quarterbacks coach. Quarterback coach. Yeah. And he probably told him, man, that's a bad organization. You don't yeah. want to go there right now. He that, might be a little salty, that being or Arizona. Arizona is a bad yeah. organization. And yeah. if if I, if I don't want to go to a bad, they're already tanking. Yeah. They're already tanking. I think it's a great idea. You ought to get paid for three million a year. You stay there one more year until Eli Manning and say you don't want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, this is this is the positives of NILs. This is the positives of player in, uh, empowerment in college and a good father and, too. And a great father around. Talk about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was getting. Yeah. So, yeah. I, was, I was getting. You absolutely right. <laughs> you got to get to that because yeah. it ain't a lot of good fathers out here. People see a check and they just want to get a check. But yeah, yeah. not thinking like the long term, time. like like yeah. J.J. was saying, thinking of long term and understanding. Um, now I'll say this though, I you know I don't know if Arizona is going to be uh, as bad as people think. <laughs> just to say, yeah. I, I know I, they're doing it on purpose. You don't bring in, you don't cut Colt McCoy, bring in Josh Dobbs, Bro. and it, all those things. Bro. But Kyler Murray not gonna play a game. Man. I know that. I know that. But we all know every year in the NFL something goes wrong. Yeah. Right. The Broncos win what three or four games last yeah, year. Like that wasn't thought of. That wasn't thought of. So yeah. something's gonna go wrong and you're gonna look at this situation and say, Oh, that's the number one team. That's yeah. the number one pick. So yeah, I if I was him, I understand putting it out there, putting the feelers out there and putting Arizona on notice like, hey, we don't want to come there. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. But I don't know if Arizona's where he's going though. Coach? Um I think they they spoke too soon to me. Mm. Keep that in the house. Dad does a good job speaking up for his son and putting, trying to make sure he's in the best position and tell him that if it goes like it does that we don't want to pay for organizations because they have bad organizations and whatnot. But at the end of the day, the NFL is set up to where the worst team is going to get the pick. Yeah. So you're going to go to a bad team regardless, whether it's the Cardinals, whether it's the damn the Chiefs, whoever it is. We know it's not going to be the Chiefs, but – that's the way the NFL is set up unless somebody makes a crazy trade and they trade their number yeah. one pick. That's the only way it doesn't happen. But I don't know any teams that be willing to trade their number one overall pick, especially when it's a guy like Caleb Williams that you know will be your franchise quarterback. So they should have just kept this in the house and 
nobody would ever know. But he's gonna wind up on a bad team regardless. That's yeah. the the negative of being the best quarterback or one of the best players in college football. You're gonna go to a terrible team. Yeah, you guys like hit every point. But the thing is, he doesn't want to go to the Cardinals. Clearly, he would love to go to the Rams. The Rams are gonna stink. The Buccaneers are gonna stink. It's gonna be a lot of very terrible teams mm-hmm. this year. Houston's gonna stink again. Tennessee's gonna stink. Damn. You better hope Tennessee's <laughs> in their top five. That'd be a good organization for them to go to. Really, seriously. But they can't. No, Tennessee can't do a quarterback three years in a row. Yeah, yeah, can't because like, they ain't no. never spent the first round pick on the quarterback yet. Don't worry about him. Yeah, okay. all right. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. This is the same thing that Eli did with um, with his father. And in a situation, the NFL draft system, like Coach mentioned, is completely backwards. You go to the worst possible situation. The worst possible team, the worst organization in the NFL usually gets the first pick. So it's the gift and the curse of being the number one pick. You're going to a terrible organization. That's how professional sports work. In this case, the job pays well. You deal with it. You bring that team back to prominence just being the player that you are. I like when families use the power that they have, but – Use the power until it uses you, and I think this is good for the Williams family, and I think he'll stay one more year like Matt Liner did. But the thing is with that, it's going to be more quarterbacks in that draft. Now, there's th- And you're going to get you know, a, a little point where teams get bad. We saw Matt Liner, they were they picked apart his entire shit. He didn't go to 11 then. He would have went the number one pick if he would have came out after his junior year. So it's a gift and a curse of doing that too. But I don't think they'll pick apart Caleb Williams' game because they're talking about the next – Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think everybody's everybody the next Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they they yeah. sold on him. Yeah, much. yeah, he got his shit written in stone. Yeah, yeah. It, and here's the thing: it, it's not about being a bad team. They just think Arizona is a bad organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a bad organization, and yeah. it kind of is, is, is revealing itself. You don't go out after Josh Dobbs <laughs> went through the whole training camp with Cleveland, learn that learn that whole playbook. And two weeks before the game, you trade for him. You trade for him. Yes, yeah, and drop Cole McCoy. Who's and you start him. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland got a good backup. DTR, who yeah. was on our Heisman yeah. list last year, he is a really good quarterback. I think he'll play NFL football uh, in the foreseeable future. Not yeah. next year, but then, but, but he's somebody's going. Yeah, oh yeah. DTR. And you drop Cole McCoy, who's been in your system for the last three or four years. You don't want to win. Yeah, you don't want yeah, that, that screams. That that move that's screams. That's the bad organization. Tampa's about to trade Mike Evans. Listen, teams are gonna. Stink at a historic level this year. And they got Kansas all the City needs to be on line one, two, and three. Well, this is the thing with Mike <laughs> Evans, though. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. that. You guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it. Let's get it. We're at the midway point. Please enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We are back, but this time it is FSP's Heisman list. Each week during this college football season, FSP will take a look at the 2024 Heisman Trophy race. And break down each contender. We will kick things off with the number four spot. We have Jordan Travis, the FSU Seminoles. He's plus 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yep, aside from one bad interception, it's brilliant in the 45 24 victory against LSU. 380 total yards, five touchdowns, and a signature performance of week one, given the opponent. Up next, number four seed, Florida State, has a home game versus Southern Miss. FSU is favored by 31 points. Jeez. Right. Moving on to number three, we have Colorado quarterback Shadour Sanders. He's plus 3,500. Sanders was brilliant in his debut. He's 510 yards. was the most yards by any quarterback in week one with four TDs and zero interceptions. Up next, the number 22 Colorado Buffaloes are at home against Nebraska. Colorado is favored by three points. Coming in at number two, we have Washington quarterback Michael Penix. He's plus 850. 
He led Washington to a 56-19 blowout against Boise State. Remember the legendary showdown between Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson? Mm-hmm. The Williams-Pennix matchup will be on November the 4th, and it's going to be just like that. Uh, number eight seed this year. I said number eight seed this year. Washington has a home game versus Tulsa this week. Washington is favored by 34 points. And coming in at number one, we have USC quarterback Caleb Williams plus 450 right now. Still a leader in the clubhouse for every good reason in the world. There's been no drop-off in his play, and USC is averaging 61 points per game. The battles with all the other Pac-12 quarterbacks, including Sanders and Penix, are on the horizon up next, the number six seed Trojans kick off the conference play at home versus Stanford. They are favored by 29 points. Mm. And that is <laughs> your Heisman list for week two. Well, from week one heading into week two, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's a good list. Like that list, we? I'm, I love that list. Yeah. You need no honorable mentions. I'm, I'm no. ecstatic <laughs> with that list. <laughs> we need to know that. You know how you do. I'm yeah. ecstatic. Out of contention next week, though, we'll be God. back. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready to get started the second half? Let's do it. Let's get it. The second half is underway. Second half, college football contenders or pretenders after week one. I am Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. What do you do? It's your man, Coach Lock. With week one of college football in the can, guys, some things are crystal clear. Some very good football teams out there who deserve plenty of praise. And there are teams out there that were extremely overrated and should be listed as frauds. We are here to break down the contenders and the pretenders of Power 5 football Two from each Power Five conference. We will kick things off with the SEC with the Tennessee Vols. Wheezy, are they contenders or pretenders? I, I think Tennessee's are contenders, but their quarterback I think is a pretender. I mean, Dang. Uh, he 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 didn't play good. He didn't play that great. He's st- I, I, I went back and watched the game. He oh. still he still had no touch on his on his short passes. Still trying out there trying to break people's fingers when they catch the ball. <laughs> they got a good running game. They got a, their defense is ten times better. But yeah, yeah, I think they'll be all right in the SEC. So they're still contenders. Yeah, okay. I think so. Jeff, uh, pretenders. They have a big matchup with Florida coming up. They have to go to Georgia. Alabama comes to them. I, I may have that backwards, but yeah, no, nah, they're pretenders. They're gonna have these four losses. Yeah, mm. coach. Yeah. I think they are contenders, but like Jeff mentioned, the schedule is going to hinder them. Yeah. But I think they're good. I just don't think they'll be as good as those teams, and it's going to hurt them at the end. But I do think they are contenders. Okay. Jeff, give a quick explanation of contenders or pretenders. So a contender, we for us here, in the, we, we like we said, we're taking two teams from each Power 5 conference. To be labeled as a contender, you are at least a contender to win your conference's title, right? As a pretender, you had a great week one, week two, but it, as Coach Locke just said, your schedule will handle you as the season goes on. Gotcha. Great definition there, Jeff. I have, speaking of that, I have Tennessee as pretenders. Like Weezy mentioned everything, it, you can't win games without a quarterback. And they <laughs> don't have a quarterback at QB1. I know a lot of people are loving Joe Milton, but there's a reason why he's lost two starting jobs in the past two years. He cannot throw intermediate passes. He still doesn't have Jalen Hyatt on the outside. And on top of that, he still is not Hendon Hooker. He's just not. Is that's and that sucks. And you can't you can only be compared to what was before you or after you. And the quarterback before him was a lot better at the quarterback position. Brew McCoy, Bruh McCoy, whatever you want to call him, he's not Hyatt. 
if he doesn't have a changeup in his arsenal, like Weezy mentioned, because it's all fastballs, <laughs> nothing else, this team will lose a lot of games. Definitely pretenders from the UT balls, which sucks because they have a good team. I think Nico will play this year. Mm. Like that's how rough it's gonna get for wow. Joe Milton because mm. he just he just it's just a fastball, man. Okay, yeah, it's fastball. Moving right along to the next contender or pretender, it is the LSU Tigers. Weezy, talk to the people. From what I've seen, they're pretenders. They got hit in the mouth. LSU got hit in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, their defense that, that's supposed to be so good, they got hit. In, they got put what put forty five points on them. Talk to them. They got hit in the mouth. Uh, the quarterback supposed to be a Heisman Trophy candidate. Didn't show me anything when when when, when the lights came on when they was in the second half. He didn't show me anything. I still think he's taking three steps back, and once it's not that he's taking off. Mm. I think they will bounce back. They have a good defense. They they got they got a, they got a good bounce back game this week against Grambling. But I, I had to go by what I seen. They got hit in the mouth. Jeff. Um. So the the negative of playing such a huge game week one is that it's, it sets you at a deficit to start the season. Facts. I mean, Captain Obvious, right? Um, so in a situation like this, LSU has to be perfect to continue to be a contender in their, in their division, in their conference, and I don't think they can be. So I go in with pretender. Yeah. Coach? I have them as a pretender also. The defense is normally the staple of LSU. They normally are locked down when you go – when you play LSU, it's a battle in the trenches, and they – they hit you in the mouth normally and make it a close game, whether they win it or not. But like we just mentioned, they got hit in the mouth, and their defense is not the typical LSU defense you're used to seeing. So I think they're a pretender. Yep, I'm a pretender as well, man. I'm rolling. It's just one year after LSU lost that opener by one point in Florida State. One team looks drastically better than they did the year before, and it looks like the other team took a step back. Mm. They look drastically different. I would assume that this is how the game was supposed to look versus you guys last year you see what i'm saying gotcha. so in turn you know it's your first year coaching you're trying to figure things out getting your guys in there that defense can get off the field on third down they just couldn't every time they couldn't run the ball this team has to start from scratch grambling is a good start to start from scratch that is a chicken noodle soup game it is on the side. yeah man now nah, yes <laughs> definitely with a sold on the side <laughs> yeah but it's gonna look totally different than that and i think Jaden daniels you shouldn't be able to wear a chain unless you are worthy of wearing said chain. Mm-hmm. Like, he's out there playing in a chain, mm-hmm. and you stinking it up like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he played bad. He mm-hmm. looked like Arizona State, Jaden Daniels. And Jaden Daniels, he looked really good the second part of the season mm-hmm. for LSU. I was thinking he was going to come into this and tear you guys apart, and he did not. At well, all. And, and, and here's the thing. Just like you said, it's a long season. Yeah, and, it is. And he got back on track last week. I mean, last year. He could possibly get back on track this year. So. Could. Yep. Let's move on to the Big Ten. We'll kick things off with Ohio State. Weezy, talk to the people. <laughs> they miss C.J. Stroud. <laughs> they miss C.J. Stroud. Ohio State <laughs> didn't even put up any points last week. You got him a contender or pretender? Contender. But they miss C.J. Stroud. They, they got to they gotta fix the quarterback position quick. Yeah, fix it quick. They're in a they're in a great position though to where their schedule is going to play out. They don't play Penn State until midway through the season. Um, they play Michigan, of course. Last I forget how they were last, last Saturday. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna have a chance to work that quarterback position now. They're a contender. Coach, they're definitely contender. They have two of the best wide receivers in college football. They have a favorable schedule that has them predicted to win every game by seventy percent. And two, it's just two that. Them at 70. 
The rest of their games, they're like 90% chance to win those games mm-hmm. in the regular season. So they're definitely going to be a contender. Um, I have them as contenders as well. Their defense is the reason it's going to keep this team alive. They held Indiana 153 yards. That's nuts. That's the best defensive performance I've seen from Ohio State in years. And by far the worst offense I've seen in Ohio State since Jim Trestle. So you have Kyle McCord. He's not a quarterback one. They got to figure out a quarterback. I think they'll still win games because of that defense. They got four guys on that defense that's going to go first, second round. So defense is lights out. I just worry about the offense. And I don't think that Marvin Harrison Jr. will complete this season. He already got hurt in week one. So mm-hmm. um, to see him go down, I just worry about that team offensively. I still haven't contended. Moving right along to the next Big Ten team, it's the Penn State Nittany Lions. We talk to the people. Yeah, James Franklin felt that noise. We was talking to him, talking about he's a coach on the high seat. He got him a squad this year. He got him a squad. Uh, he's one. Of the, he's one of the only teams that that we got three, four returning seniors. That usually don't happen because they they usually hit the transfer portal and leave. Yep. He has to beat Ohio State or Michigan this year, though. Yep. He has to beat one of those teams. Got to. But has I think he. I yeah. But he ran up the score last week. Um, <laughs> they were hot at him. Yeah, they, yeah your betting homeboy yeah, is hot at him. Gambling Twitter was very definitely yeah, hot yeah, at uh, Really? They yeah, called yeah, him everything but uh, the yeah, N-word. They at, oh, <laughs> they cut off the camera before they could call him yeah, N-word. Because he, yes, he could have he just took a knee, but he wanted to get he, oh, yeah. he, 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 he over. Yeah, oh, yeah, he took, yeah, yeah boy, yeah. they was hot at him. Yeah. Yeah. He got got, ooh, they were hot at him, Jeff. Talk to the people. Hey, man, they got to split. They have to go to the horseshoe in Ohio State, and they got Michigan at home. They got to split those games. They win both is even better, but to to be a true contender, they just have to split that, and I think they are a contender this year. Coach? Uh, they're contenders. They just happen to be with two other contenders in this same mm-hmm. conference that everybody's yeah. been talking about. But they are coming off of a Rose Bowl championship season with 11 wins. Manny Diaz defense has two potential first-round picks with uh, Chop Robinson and Kalen King, and they have a linebacker who's very underrated with Curtis Jacobs. So Penn State is a contender. Unfortunately, I have them as a pretender because they're not better than Michigan and they're not better than Ohio State, unfortunately. So I have them pretenders this year. Next year will be the year for Penn State. This kicking game needs a little bit more work. The offense only converted three times on third down in a whole game. That's disgusting. Defense was dominant. It may be one of the best defenses in the entire um, college football spectrum. And on top of that, the thing is, though, Ohio State's defense is better than theirs, though. Mm-hmm. And you're not the best defense in the conference. That's going to make you a pretender in my eyes. But the main thing they've been trying to find is a quarterback. They haven't had a quarterback since Christian Hackenberg, Weezy's guy. They have a guy in Drew Aller, mm-hmm. uh, first-year starter. He's making next-level throws. Shout-out to Drew Aller. He's going to be right. one of the guys for Penn State. Finally got a quarterback. That's a good thing. Pretenders this year, contenders next year. Next up, we move on to the ACC. We'll kick things off to the right side of the table <laughs> with Coach Locke um, and his Florida State Seminoles. Mm-hmm. Jeff as well. Contenders or pretenders, guys? Oh, we're definitely uh, contenders. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> I, I, you I'm, sure? I was going okay. to my Clemson. Okay, okay. We're, we're okay. definitely contenders. Okay. There's no question. We have a Heisman candidate with Jordan Travis, defense led by possible top five pick in mm. Jerry Verse. Come on, Jeff, with all that. Man. They had a great <laughs> showing against LSU, only getting up 24 mm. points, and we know seven of that was with the cupcakes in that they just got late with the game. We put the backups in, so it really should only have 17 points. So – we are definitely contenders at Florida State. Yeah, Jeff. I, hey, coach said it perfectly. Contenders. I, had, I mean, I had him in the national championship. I mean, I had him in the playoffs. Yeah, you got to roll with it. Yeah, got to roll with it. Okay. Weezy. 
I, for everything they just said, man, that team bounced back. They they're pretenders. I mean, they're contenders. Um, they play in a weak conference. Very. Oh my the god, the weakest. Yeah, but they they always always man. <laughs> well, we gonna talk about it on this next thing. Go ahead though. Go ahead. Yeah, oh. I got them. I got them. Um, as contenders, got them as contenders. Okay, <laughs> um, I have them as contenders as well. I mean, somebody has to represent the ACC. <laughs> somebody has to, guys. I mean, they didn't look like they were the best team in the nation, like y'all predicted in this game. You just did. Did you see that second half? As the game progressed, you guys put it together in the second half. Found no, yourself. It was the first half. Yeah, no, the first half y'all didn't look good. Y'all were losing in the first half. Mm-hmm. We also played the number of what five team in the nation at that after time? we just shit on for thirteen minutes. We but talked about how bad LSU was at the time. They were number five. I they did. Were the number I five did team. see the group chat. The coach like does his usually. We we bullshit and text messages. We <laughs> were in the game. We we were, we thank you. We That's we all getting, I was. What was I saying dumb, though? We were getting dumb calls yeah, on offense. Yeah, yeah. Dumb personal foul calls. Yeah. Yeah, I, court, can, I can imagine, but the coach. Jesus, I didn't say anything wrong. Y'all were losing in the first half. Now, granted, this quarterback was in the same high school class as Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Yep, he was. He was okay. in. The, so he was in the same COVID. So we we punishing people. For nah, in college? nah. He he should be good, is what I'm saying. Oh, it, that's that's, that's oh, all I'm saying. He oh, should be good. He we, should be. He should be good. Oh, oh real no, quick, no, that's a backhanded we, comment. We have he some. Be good. Hold on, y'all. We that's have some new listeners. Comment, we have y'all. a lot of new listeners. Could you let the listeners know who your favorite college football team is? Oh, it's the Florida Gators. Oh, okay. I'm that, no that, hater. Though. They can understand why you're saying. I'm no hater. Okay, though. Cool. Right. The transfers looked like they were supposed to look. That's how you get players in. You get them acclimated to your system. They built this team off the transfer portal. The days of the high seed for Mike Norville, dead. He's a shit person. But a great coach, man. Days of playoff run have officially arrived in uh, Florida State. And, hey, listen, it's a lot of pressure coming up for the rest of these weeks because, I mean, you don't play anybody. You don't play one team for eight weeks, guys. You don't play a good team for eight weeks, That's not true. You don't, so what I'm saying, you play Duke, you're going to beat the hell out of Duke. Duke is sorry. Why I'm trying you, to tell so you, Duke is sorry. why you just climbing when I said they, they played in a, in a bad conference? Great segue, Weezy, because we have next the Clemson Tigers of the ACC, a team you predicted to win against Duke. It was a, you said it was going to be a blowout. Contenders are pretenders now. They, no, they didn't look good, but they love. I think I still think they're contenders. That defense is still good. They just mm-hmm. they dropped the ball four times in the, in the red zone. Yeah, I think they're still good. He said, "Are they going to beat the hell out of Duke?" Is what he said. <laughs> I did say that. Okay, and they lost twenty-eight-seven. <laughs> they scored seven points. They had a horrible game. No, they're trash. I told you that they were trash from the beginning. You said the only competition that they had in the ACC, you guys watch what Clemson does. You guys are sleeping on Clemson. Hit that 15-second rewind from last week's show, and you hear, oh, man, I'll tell you, watch Clemson. We watched, and they got their ass whooped. Jeff, talk about the Clemson Tigers. Clemson season is going to come down to week four against Florida State. That is a huge. That game just became even more uh, gigantic because of Clemson dropping the ball on national television against Duke. So now Florida State, shout to Coach Norville. You cannot look past Clemson. Clemson is still stacked. They had some bad offensive play, bad play calls, a lot of drops, like Weezy said. You get that stuff right in the next couple of weeks, and that's going to be a showdown. I think they beat. I think they beat Florida State. Put that and that board. changes every. That changes everything. Put them on the board. I think they beat Florida State. There we go. <laughs> put them on the board fast yeah, enough. Damn, boy. Put That's them on the board. That's a big game, man. Yeah. Like, I, don't get it. Like, Where's that game at? F. 
Oh, uh, who? Clemson. It said, yeah. it said Death Valley. It said Death Valley. Yeah, I think they will beat FSU on week four. Nine, eight, twenty-three. So we we'll had no more. No problem. You gotta get specific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have Clemson as a, a pretender, man. Their quarterback. Is not the quarterback we've seen at Clemson in the past. You coming off Trevor Lawrence, you coming off Deshaun Watson, DJ, who's no longer there now. But I don't believe in the quarterback. DJ looked good this to week be. Too. He did look good to be the quarterbacks that we've seen in the past from Clemson. Now they they they'll bounce back, but I don't think they're going to be a contender this year. Clemson for me from the beginning, I told you guys they were pretenders. Let's be real. They fumbled the ball twice though. Inside the 10-yard line, guys. And had two field goals blocked. Those are the direct reasons as to why they lost this game. But the reason that they're going to lose multiple games this season is because that wide receiver room cannot get any separation. They lost guys to the portal. You can't lose guys and then replace them with freshmen. It just doesn't work. That's just not how things go. If you look at Florida State, you transfer and get in a guy like Keon Coleman who played in the Big Ten at Michigan State. He, they got to see him in two weeks, mm-hmm. Death Valley. Mm-hmm. So, in turn, he doubled down. Speaking of Dabo Swin, he doubled down and said that he is indeed not touching the transfer portal. He's going to do it his way. And in turn, that is a person that is a prime example of not wanting to change with the times. Couldn't mm-hmm. happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this will get him ultimately fired <laughs> in the Clemson Tigers will go off into the sunset and get somebody else. But this is a prime reason, if you look, as to why people's downfall, you get in your own way. And uh, this is a prime example of that. So shout out to Clemson Tigers and Dabo Swin. Let's move right along to the Pac-12, Weezy, the Colorado Buffaloes. Pretenders or contenders? I got them as contenders. Ooh, shoot. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a long season. I, I don't think they'll make the Final Four or anything like that, but – from winning one game last year to what they did this past week was pretty amazing. I got the best pretend. I mean, c- contenders. Wow, you almost swung my swung my vote there, buddy. Um, but I have the best pretenders though, um, because they're gonna be they're gonna be competitive in a lot of games. But I don't see how they how they can win this division. I just I don't see the I don't see the route they can take to win the division yet. Now coming in, this is week two going into week three. I'm saying this, but as of right now, I have the best pretenders. Uh, I have them as contenders. They have everything they need on the offensive end from the quarterback to a player, Travis Hunter, who's just as good on defensive cornerback. The only thing that worries me about them is their defensive line. The lack of size and able to stop people up the middle is what could hurt them. But the Pac-12, we know, is a pass-happy conference. So it may not bother them as much. The the game is going to be, we all know, it's going to be the USC matchup at the end of the day. And that's what it's going to come down to with them as far as how far they go, as far as if they have a chance to college football playoffs or if they play in a Pac-12 championship at worst. But I do have them as a contender. Yeah, I got them contenders in the Pac-12 for sure. It's a whole new team in Colorado, 52 new players. That's insane. Arizona State <laughs> is next up with 27 scholarship players entering uh, their new regime at Arizona State. So they went 1-11 last year, guys. For that guy to go out there and get 52 new guys own schedule to play in game one and beat a team that was in a national championship last year. They should have won by 14 points. You got to give credit, man. 
it's just one of those things that I think if they would have lost that narrative would have been, oh, those FCS guys can't hang in the FBS. So there's levels, and I hope he wins every game because I hear these coded conversations is had on national TV, and you see people saying, you know, I'm already Dion out. It's week one, dog. Yeah. They just won a big game. If this was Dabo Swinney and he was at Colorado and got him after they were 1-11 or what Matt Rule is doing in Nebraska this year, it would be praise mm-hmm. for bringing this team out of the dirt. This team has been trash. <laughs> and for them to do what they did week one, coming out week one, and they're selling out crowds at Colorado, they ain't sold out no entire season in 40 years, dog. They did that his first year there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that was – they did that in the spring. How you sell out a whole season spring in game. the spring, dog? Should they spelled out the spring can game. I get, can I get any credit? Because you shitted on me with Clemson. My bad call on Clemson. Can you, can you give you me said they weren't gonna cover the, You said they were going to cover the spread. I said they was going to win the game. You said they was going to cover the spread. I said it was going to win the game. You didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me that. You said I told you that in the, the summer. Spread. You said, man, there's no way that they beat Colorado. I mean, that they. Be, I, I told you that in the summer. I've been on that all summer. Jeff, you been here all summer long? He had to bet in everything. Awesome alone. He's had to bet and everything. I just I talked to you every day about that, and you said they're gonna cover the spread. I didn't hear. Okay. I didn't hear that. I'm I just saying. It. All right, cool. That's what's up. Well, maybe I miss. I miss her. I didn't hear that though. Yeah, Jeff said he didn't hear. He said he already. You saw the. No, no, no. no I said he's had to bet. Like he's had to bet everything. Oh, he didn't show me the bet. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't show me that bet. Yeah. But I, I maybe I missed out on that. I got you. Yeah. I, that's what's up. Moving on to Washington, the Washington Huskies. <laughs> what you got, Weez? Washington has Washington Huskies is gonna be good, man. They pretenders. I mean contenders. They got they, they got a good quarterback, Michael Penix Jr. Throws a beautiful deep ball. That team is they and they throw vertical routes. Yeah, they got they got they got two good wide receivers. They gonna be good in the uh, in the in the Pac-12. Well, this guy here. Uh, from as I said on the, our college prediction show, I got Washington being very competitive this year. Yeah. So yes, I have to miss contenders. So everything we just said, they're the most to me. They're the most talented team, player for player in the Pac-12. Gotcha. They're cool. definitely contenders, man. They're kind of the same boat as Penn State. It's a lot of contenders in this conference. <laughs> so, you know, we can only have two only to make the championship yeah, game yeah, and only yeah. one winner. But you can still be a contender and not win it. But, they, like, when you have a quarterback like they do, you're always going to be in the game. So, mm-hmm. they're definitely a, a contender. Yep, I got them as contenders as well. It really depends on Michael Penix, what he does. Set school records last year for passing yards. They went 11-2, won a ball game. They brought back that entire team, and then they hit the transfer portal and bought in defensive guys at linebacker and cornerback. They got to be Michigan State. They got to be Oregon at home. Of course, you got to win the conference games, you know, Colorado's and Utah's and USC's, all of that. But how things look on paper, the Pac-12 conference is going out with a bang with all of these guys playing at a high level this year. All right, the last conference. It is the Big 12 Conference. Weezy, we'll kick things off with the TCU Horned Frogs, pretenders or contenders. Uh, they just lost too much on both sides of the ball. Quarterback, two wide receivers. Lost, they lost cornerbacks. They just lost too much. Uh, pretenders, they just – now, they'll, they'll score points with anybody. That's what they're going to do. They, they'll score points. they got a good offensive coordinator. Uh, but that's just – the defense is not there. They lost. They lost a lot of players. Yep. Yeah. They went went on a magical magical run last year. They did. You know, um, Cinderella's uh, shoe 
didn't fit in the championship, though. They got the ass kicked. Sure and that kind of – that's leading to what's going to happen this year, like losing that many players and just having to come back. Yeah, I see them as pretenders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're different pretenders. When when you're at a school like TCU, they're not your typical blue blood football school, so they don't reload as fast as the other teams do, like your Georgias, your Tennessees, your USC's, your Florida State's. Those guys, they reload. Like, they have the second person that can easily be the starter or the third string can easily come in and take that starter spot. TCU's not used to having that. And so, mm-hmm. like we just mentioned, losing all those guys they did is starting to show. So they're definitely going to be pretenders. Yep. No one expected TCU to make a return trip to the college football playoffs, guys. Let's just be real. Hell, no one expected that shit last year. But <laughs> this team is currently not deserving of any national ranking. They need to work on the passing game. And this is the thing what Sonny Dykes does. He brings quarterbacks in, and he gets those guys playing at a high level. The thing that I worry about with TCU is their defense. They gave up 565 yards and 30 first downs. That's not going to fly against the Big 12 teams because we all know Big 12 – there's a lot of scoring in the Big 12s, high octane. It's going to be a long year for TCU. But the good thing is they made it to the national championship last year. It's something they can roll into the sunset with. And last but not least, the Oklahoma Sooners. Wheezy, pretenders or contenders? I think they're contenders in the Big 12. You don't beat them by 7-3 to nothing. Don't be a contender. <laughs> uh, Brett Venables got them boys rocking. Got the defense back playing. I don't care what school you play. Somebody's going to score on somebody. Yeah. And they didn't score. <laughs> the other team didn't score a point. Yeah, uh, and that's Arkansas State. Well, Arkansas State is is usually pretty good in that conference. I mean, they got Bush Jones as their coach, but right. they they're contenders. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, they're contenders by by default. They only play one uh, one top twenty five ranked team this year uh, on their schedule, and that's Texas. Um, so it's gonna be a that's gonna be a huge, huge, huge game. Texas in a dog fight this weekend against Alabama as of while we're recording this. Um so yeah, no the, by by proxy by default I should say they are a contender. Coach? Yeah, they're they're contenders. It's not too much more left in that side. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they're gonna beat Texas when they do play that red river red rivalry. Red river rivalry. There you go. Yeah. Easier said. Yeah. Um but they will still be in the mix, but I think that game will be what decides ultimately takes them out of their side. So I'm gonna have them as contenders. Yep, I got contenders as well. They have the best rushing attack in all of college football. They might get three players to rush for like nine hundred plus yards, hundred percent. I think they'll go undefeated in the regular season. I think Dylan Gabriel will maybe set for a Heisman. Got the best chance of winning the Big 12 in my eyes. I think they'll be the TCU of 2024, going from 6-7, and 14-1 in the national championship, maybe runner-up, playing in the college football playoffs for sure. Okay. Oklahoma's looking legit, and Brett Venable is looking like the reason that Clemson was Clemson. Mm. <laughs> Not Dabo. Couldn't yeah. happen to a better person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is pretenders, contenders of college football. FSP style. Always. <laughs> FSP style. Yeah. Better than know it, better than believe it. That's right, guys. A wheezy with the uh, off the top rope. Clemson will beat Florida State on week <laughs> four. <laughs> Tall order, brother. Tall order. Nobody remembers me talking about Colorado. That's crazy. That the nice whole game? room said that they remembered it but me, dog. But here's the thing. Maybe you just didn't say it to me. Because we talked and you was like, bro, I'm telling you, they gonna come in this studio, I said many numerous of times. Numerous of times. Just not one time, numerous of times. You remember that coach? I didn't I I didn't say they were gonna beat them. 
No, I did say that they mess around and yeah, beat them boys. Yeah, you though. said that. Yeah, I did. yeah, we was on the phone. You yeah. said that, but I remember talking to him during the game, and I was like, "Dang, dog, they look good, bro." And he did say that he bet the spread. I just didn't know nothing about. It. Maybe he he just, he I bet, bet the money, money line. line. I bet the yeah. spread. He no, bet the money. No, we're not hearing what I'm saying from the. Never mind. I ain't finna get off into that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that is college football in a nutshell, man. After week one, mm-hmm. things might change drastically. A lot of these teams aren't really playing. Uh, big contenders going into week two. So, but going into week three, we'll see. We'll see mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now, tweet us some questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for a big baby. Coach. Get a drummer song. Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. Cameraman, the revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on previous episodes, please check out the YouTube page and wherever you find your favorite podcast. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.